Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I welcome you from wherever you are calling in. We are glad to have you join us on the call this morning. And as we start our time together with Abba Father who is in heaven and with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit who enables us to be all and do all that we've been commissioned to do, we want to give praise. This time together is precious, coming before the Lord to receive power, strength, and wisdom to navigate, to navigate throughout this day because we are aligning ourselves with heaven for we are lovers of God and because of righteousness we have the boldness the confidence of a young lion we're empowered we are empowered to overcome every trial that comes our way and to live with power love and a sound mind. Hallelujah. Power, love, and a sound mind. Well, let me introduce our team for this morning. My name is Heather Dawson, and I am the facilitator. And we have with us this morning um, Minister Randall Gorey, and he's going to be giving the devotion this morning. So, good morning, Minister Randall. How are you? Good morning, Mother Heather. I am just absolutely spectacular. How are you today? (laughs) I love it. Spectacular. You're good and you're spectacular. And I say amen to that. So, we look forward uh, to hearing the devotion this morning. God bless you. And then we have, uh, completing the team, is Sister uh, Audrey White, and she's going to be praying for the request and also share with us any praise reports. We know that if we believe, when we ask, we will have the petition according to Mark 11.24. So good morning, Sister Audrey. How are you today? Good morning, Elder Heather. Good morning, Minister Randa. I am doing well. First praise report. Thank you. Amen. Amen. There you go. It is good to hear your voice, and may the Lord bless you this morning and flow through you is our prayer. We want to honor um, Bishop and Pastor Adrian. Uh, Always, we're grateful to God uh, for who they are and for what they do. So let me greet Bishop this morning. Bishop, how are you? Good morning, Elder Heather. Good morning, Minister Randall. Good morning, Sister Audrey. Good morning to everyone that's on the line this morning. This is the day that the Lord has made in it. We shall rejoice and be glad. We're doing well. We're doing well on this side of the planet, on this end of the street, on this side of the block. How about that? <laughs> Uh, How about that? That's wonderful. And it's good down the freeway where I'm at, too. Praise the Lord. God is everywhere. Hallelujah. His presence just fills the atmosphere. So we are grateful to hear your voice this morning. So God bless you and Pastor Adrian. Let's go before the Lord with a word of prayer as Minister Randall prepares to come with the devotion for the morning. 
Heavenly Father, we bow before you, giving you all praise and all glory. Come, Holy Spirit, come. Flow through Minister Randall. Let the word flow freely and unhindered. May we hear what you are saying to us for greater maturity, to grow us up and to strengthen us, to give us strength to overcome the enemy and all of his maneuvers that he does. We thank you that we are encircled and encompassed about with the blood of Jesus. And we know that no weapon formed against us can prosper. And we give you the praise and the glory. And I pray this in Jesus' name. Minister Randall, I'm turning it over to you. Thank you so much, Mother Heather. Wow, thank you so much. Uh, Father God, just thank you this morning for another day that you have made. I want to give honor this morning to Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith for this opportunity to come with the devotion on this morning. I want to acknowledge all of the clergy that is on the line this morning, the universal body of Christ, especially New Destiny this morning. And once again, good morning, Bishop. Good morning, uh, Mother Heather. Good morning, uh, Sister Audrey. I want to come this morning, first and foremost, just uh, really saying I, I'm, I believe I'm coming with just uh, some leftovers from what Bishop presented on Sunday. What a just a wonderful uh, message that I believe really is today's, this week's, and for the rest of this year's devotion. Um, it was just absolutely fantastic. So if you haven't uh, gone onto YouTube yet to download Sunday's message at 10 a.m., um, you would be neglecting yourself greatly. So please, um, that message is really just something that I wanted to kind of piggyback off of this morning because uh, Bishop began with just letting us know that God's plan to is to restore the righteous to sonship. And it is all about restoring us to who we ought to be. It's not going, God is not going to ever restore us to what we were, but he's going to restore us to who we are. And it's important that we know what our true identity is in order for us to have access to being able uh, to become sons of God. So this morning, um, just taking off from that in a slightly different direction, the power of adoption uh, coming out of Romans, the 8th chapter, the 15th, through the 17th verse, 15 verse reading, for you did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out, Abba, Father. In verse 16, the spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. In verse 17, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. So there's, there's power in adoption. And I don't know um, who can identify with that in any other way outside of, um, you know, the Christian faith. But to be adopted means something when someone takes on the role of receiving you into their lives and then beginning to pour into you and take care of you from there. So as we look 
here at the 12th through the 17th verse, it's simply describing that our position in Christ as God's children, the ones who have been saved through faith in Christ. How so, we might ask? Well, first, though Paul warns us that we owe nothing to our lives in the flesh, that's not who we are any longer, praise God. Anybody should be able to say that they no longer are slaves to the flesh in which they once were bound. So anybody doesn't want to go and become back where they were. But since we are led by God's spirit, we are God's children. Is there anybody who's glad about that this morning? Because I love him because God has not given us a spirit of slavery, being bound to something that we don't enjoy or has no good for our lives, but a spirit of adoption into his family. We're kingdom kids. We're commonwealth citizens. We're heirs to the throne. Need I say more? We are the royal family of God. So by God's spirit, we can cry out to him as our Abba, which is another informal term for father. But Abba Father is how we should be approaching God this morning. But he confirms in our spirit, too, that we are his children. And I love that assurance that this morning I can declare I am a child of God. The assurance that God gives us through the adoption is that we are a child of God. So don't let anyone call you anything but a child of God wherever you go because that's who you are. So I personally find that Romans, the 8th chapter, the 15th verse, to be one of Scripture's most beautiful verses in that it speaks to our relationship with God through faith in Jesus Christ. It describes how God has changed the Christian's relationship with him through the power of the Holy Spirit or the power of adoption. But if we look back at verse 14 for a moment, the Apostle Paul wrote that all who are led by the Spirit of God are his children or are the sons of God. Then he gets more specific because Earlier in this letter to the Romans, Paul wrote that through faith in Christ, we are freed from slavery to sin. We're free from slavery to sin that we become, quote-unquote, slaves to righteousness. And you'll find that in the 18th verse. Or slaves to God, um, the 22nd verse. Regardless of which one it is, Slaves to righteousness, slaves to God is a good place to be as a Christian. It's the adoption that allows us to become sons of God. But Paul continues to assure us that God does not view us as his slaves or even just good servants. He did not free us from the slavery of sin just so we could say we're, we're on the Lord's side. God doesn't need uh, numbers. He doesn't need to add any, anyone to his collection, so to say. 
God is concerned about how the relationship he has with you benefits you because you're no longer a slave to your former life, but you are a slave to righteousness. You desire that. He wants to give us that, and it benefits and privileges in that, which I'll get to in, in a moment. So, no, God rescued us from our lives of sin to make us his children, his sons and his daughters of righteousness. Now, of course, that adoption and that transformation involves the Holy Spirit, and that's really what the power of adoption looks like. When God rescues us from a life that we formerly lived, to make us his children of righteousness, and then we become sons and daughters. And, and the Holy Spirit does that transformation. That's what adoption feels like. But I'm so glad that God did, did give us the spirit, uh, did not give us the spirit of slavery, but by giving us the Holy Spirit. God did not give us the spirit of slavery, but give us the Holy Spirit, because if we can be real this morning, abused slaves often live in fear without knowing it of whatever is mastering them. And that's not the relationship God wants for his children. So again, it's just if you feel like you're abused, uh, you're bound in some way, living in fear, and, and in most cases we don't even know it that way, well, we don't want to be mastered by that lifestyle, by that fear mentality. And, and that's not the relationship that God wants for us. That's why the Apostle Paul insists that God gave us the spirit of adoption as his children. In other words, God has legally changed the status of those who come to him by faith in Christ to become sons and daughters. Amen. God has legally changed the status of those who come to him by faith in Christ to become sons and daughters. Mr. Smith said on Sunday that it's not until you understand who you are and what God has made available to you that you will be able to access your rights and your privileges as being a son or a daughter of God. That is just powerful. I had to use that this morning because I really was encouraged by that and I wanted um, to make sure that, that you understand the spirit of adoption is powerful that it's not until uh, you know who you are and what God has made available to you that you will be able to access your rights and privileges as being a son or a daughter to God. See, this is not some distant or strained parent-child relationship with God. It, it, it simply isn't. The spirit of adoption, okay, another name would be just simply the Holy Spirit, allows us as children to cry out to our Heavenly Father God as little children calling out to a loving daddy. You have been adopted, church. Get out of that orphan mindset. Get out of that orphan mentality. Okay, let's cry out this morning, Abba, Father, Father God. Let's not be so formal. God loves us enough to give us the access to use Abba whenever we need to. And also, Bishop mentioned Sunday that adoption is the heart of the gospel. 
it's the very heart of God to give us a home, not to just become our our God, but our Father, our Daddy, in other words. Okay, that's something that we need to really uh, embrace and know that starting today, we can cry out, "Abba, Father." We can we can use this relationship to benefit us and to uh, propel us where God, to where God has for us in this year of 2022. We're in the year of restoration. Now is the time to get serious about finding out who your true authentic self is by way of this spiritual adoption. The word Abba is a Greek word for father. And I love it that young children use it for uh, papa or daddy. I mean, that's a, that's how children speak. They just speak just casually like that. They don't get all formal. They they just let let you know, hey, daddy, I, I need this. I, I want this. Take me here. Do this for me. Um, what can I do for you? But but that's not the relationship that Daddy God wants for us as born again believers. It's not it's not so that we can um, you know not know how to access Him, and you know He has made it possible through uh, the Spirit and the power of adoption that we can be His little children and to call Him by Abba. Father. So in my close this morning, I wanted to just say that remember that there is no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus, and nothing will ever be able to separate us from the love of God. Please keep that at the forefront of your mind this morning as you begin your day, that that's our right to be free, as Bishop was teaching on Sunday. It's our right to be free when we are adopted by the Lord Jesus Christ. To live free from fear as well is another right and another privilege. Having uh, believed the gospel, we now live in the spirit of God. Okay, church, this allows us to call God Abba Father, to be free from fear and, and believing the gospel, living in the spirit of God, gives us that privilege. We suffer with Christ, and we suffer along with all creation while we wait for God to reveal to us as his sons, while we wait for God to reveal us as his sons. So with the help of the Spirit, we are confident that God is for us and loves us in Christ Jesus. Whew, wow. Uh, let, let, let us pray this morning. Father, thank you for adopting us. We were orphans with no hope. Thank you for loving us enough to pick us up right where we were. But we love you and we thank you this morning that you did not leave us there, but you adopted us. But you saw us not as who we are not, but as who we are in you. Father, we're praying that you continue the work of restoration in us back to our true, authentic selves. We desire the kingdom life, live in extraordinary lives of victory and freedom. Father God, we thank you this morning that we don't have to be slaves to sin any longer. We pray that you'll complete the work that you have begun in us until the day of Jesus Christ. The word says that we can have what we say. 
So we declare that this morning. We speak life and favor over ourselves this morning. Restore us to righteousness and sonship, Abba. It's in Jesus' name that we pray this. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, Mother Heather. Wow. I have to say, wow. That was awesome this morning. I have to say this. When you first started, Minister Randall, you said that you were coming with leftovers from Sunday's message by Bishop. And immediately I thought about leftovers. You know, leftovers, some leftovers are just leftovers. But there are leftovers that get better because they have marinated. We get better when we marinate. (laughs) Oh, I feel this. When we marinate in the things of God, when we marinate in him, it's Mm. awesome. It is awesome. So that statement right at the start, as you came out the gate, coming (laughs) with the leftovers really took hold on me. And everything else that you shared, that we are no longer, no longer slaves. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Um, That was an awesome word, and I thank you again uh, for your obedience and for allowing the Lord to speak through you. And I do pray that everyone received leftovers this morning. Hallelujah. At this time, I'm going to turn to Sister Audrey and ask, her to come, and she is going to share the uh, prayer requests with us. And I ask that every one of you on the call, that you will be in agreement with her. She prays. This is a prayer line. This is what we're about, and we come to align ourselves to pray together. We know that there's much power, much power in agreement, and the prayers of a righteous man slash woman availeth much. So, Father... Hear us this morning as we petition heaven on behalf of others. I pray in Jesus' name. Mr. Audrey, if you will come at this time, please. Amen. Yes, indeed. God is good. So good morning once again to everyone on the line. Good morning, Bishop and Pastor Adrian. I honor you. Thank you all for uh, agreeing with me as I lift up these petitions. Father, we come before you this morning with praise and thanksgiving in our hearts. You are so wonderful, Father God. We thank you for adopting us. So we come to you, Daddy, thanking you, first of all, for the greatest privilege that you have given us as sons of God, and that is the privilege of bringing our prayers and petitions and requests to you. We thank you for allowing us to enter into the throne room, and we don't have to ask because we are your sons. You are our daddy, you are our God, you are good, you are wonderful, you are mighty. And so we come this morning lifting up these petitions. Father, the first one is for Bessie Batchan. Um, This request came in yesterday. Bessie had surgery yesterday, and she was asking that we, the saints, pray for her throughout the day. So uh, we prayed this morning that Bessie's surgery was successful. Now we pray for her recovery. Father, you've begun a good work in Bessie's body. We believe that everything went well. We thank you for doing a complete work in her. So now we declare that there will be no complications or setbacks to her recovery. 
We speak strength to Bessie. Father, we thank you for meeting every need, no matter what that is. Assistance with daily living activities, assistance with meals, finances, whatever she needs, Lord. I ask that you would keep her. I ask that you would keep her mind stayed on you. May she stand, uh, Father God, in faith and be encouraged that you are working it all out. And we just give you praise for the testimony that will come forth in your mighty name. Amen. Our second request is from Dolores Jackson, who's asking for prayer for her family. She's asking that we pray that she and Bobby, her son's father, would be on the same page regarding care decisions for their son, Marcus, who is paralyzed from a gunshot wound. So, Father, we pray for Marcus's recovery from his injury this morning. We thank you for the progress he's made since she says that he's shown progress since the saints have been praying for him. We know, Father God, that you work through prayer, that nothing leaves heaven until prayer leaves earth. So we believe you for Marcus's full recovery. You are the God that still does miracles, Father, and a miracle is what Marcus needs right now. So we speak life to his body. We speak life to his entire neurological system. We send the fire of God to the place of the injury. We plead the blood of Jesus over Marcus and declare that its power is working in his body. Father, we're asking that you not only heal his body physically, but we ask that you would keep his heart, keep his mind. Let no unforgiveness take root in him. Let him receive the grace that you have already provided, Father God. We cast down a spirit of helplessness, of hopelessness, discouragement, anger, grief, whatever that is not of you. We cast that down in the name of Jesus. Help him to keep his mind stayed on you, and you will give him perfect peace, Lord. We believe that you will heal his broken heart and bind up all his wounds, all his uh, spiritual wounds and physical wounds, Lord God. Holy Spirit, we ask you to hover over Marcus. You are his helper and you are his comfort, comforter. Keep him, Lord, because he needs to be kept. We thank you for moving, Father, on his behalf. We thank you for moving, Holy Spirit, on Marcus's behalf. Let him be in the best place for his recovery, Father. His mom says that where he is currently is unclean. We ask that you would divinely intervene in this situation, and we know that all things will work together for his good. We thank you for hearing our prayers for Marcus this morning. We also stand with his mother, whose heart is is heavy due to the situation. It's put a strain on their family, Father God. So she's bringing this petition to you, and we stand with her. We pray for your mercy. We pray for your grace. We ask that you would give her and Marcus's dad, Bobby, the strength to hold on to your unchanging hand, to keep your fo- keep their focus on you, Lord God. We bind the spirit of strife and division that is manifested as a result of the strain of the situation. Father, help them to realize that they're not fighting against each other, but against powers of darkness that have come to steal, kill, and destroy their peace. We cast down every argument and bind the strong man of strife and division. And we loose your spirit, Father God, the spirit of love, the spirit of agreement, the spirit of forgiveness unto them. As advocates for their son, they are stronger together. You said in your word, how can two walk together except they agree? So we pray for agreement in this situation, Lord. 
We pray that they would humble themselves under your mighty hand and submit themselves to your will. May they put aside pride in anything that clouds their ability to make sound decisions for their son. Father, you said in your word that love endures all things, but sometimes it's just hard. Give them strength. Your grace is sufficient. You desire that they live in peace and have reconciliation. May your will be done so that your name would be praised in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for blessing this family, for helping them, for healing them, for moving in this situation. Father, we believe that they will see your salvation and testify of your goodness in the land of the living. We thank you for it, and we give you praise. Our next request is from social media. I believe it's a social media team uh, who's asking that we pray for those who tune in online during our services on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. In summary, they say their requests are for those with mental health issues, financial prosperity, asking for financial prosperity, protection for their children and family members, physical health, and a deeper relationship with God. Father, there are a gamut of needs among your people, Father, Those who are tuning in have found a place where they can hear your word. Father, you sent your word to heal them and to deliver them from their destruction. So we thank you for giving them the ears to hear your word, and we ask that you would give them understanding, Father. We lift up each person, Father God, who has come to seek help, and we all need help, Lord God, at some time or another. We pray for those with mental health issues, Father God. We ask that you would... um, Deliver them, Father God, from everything that hinders and binds them, Father. We, come, we pray against the spirit of fear, the spirit of fear, which is the root, Father God, of many of the issues that manifest in people's lives. Fear brings torment, but perfect love casts out all fear, Father God. So we just decree soundness of mind over your people, Father God. We pray that those who need help will find it, Lord God. I ask that you would bring the right resources, bring the right people, Father God. Father, make the word, Father God, be heard and mixed with faith, Father, that they would receive their deliverance in the name of Jesus. We lift up those who are asking for financial blessings, Father. I ask that you, Father God, would uh, would give them uh, um Gainful employment, Father God. Father, those who are, who are creative, give them witty inventions, Father. We speak and call forth entrepreneurs, Father God. I ask that you would give them all the ability to get help, get wealth, Father. We know, Father God, that when they trust and lean on you, that you would bless them. When they commend what, they, what you have put in their heart unto you, Father God, that you would bless it. So I ask that you would provide Jehovah Jireh to each person who's seeking a financial blessing. We pray for protection for their children and family members, Father God. We decree and declare Psalm 91 over them, Father God, and camp them about with your angels, Father God. And I pray that terror will not take them, Father God, but they would look to, to the hills for their help and trust you, Father. I ask that you, Father God, would give them peace 
in that situation. We pray for healing in their bodies, Lord God. There are many uh, situations, Father God, many health issues that have arrived. A lot of it is because of stress sometimes and fear, Father. But we ask that you would touch them in their bodies, Lord God. And we thank you, Father God, for just touching them from the top of their heads to the soles of their feet. Father, you desire that your people prosper and be in good health even as the soul prospers, Father God. So I pray that they would come, Father God, to have prosperity in their souls, Father God, so that their bodies would be healthy as well. And, Father, we pray for for them to have a deeper relationship with you, Father. You said to seek ye first your kingdom and your righteousness, and all these things that we've lifted up to you would be given to them, Father God. So, Father, let them seek your way of doing things. We thank you, Father God, that as they hear the word, that you would give them understanding, Father God, and they would come into a knowledge of knowing what you would have them do, Father God. For you will guide and lead and direct them because your word is a lamp unto their feet and a light unto their path, Father God. Your word brings deliverance, Father God. So, Father, we thank you. We know that those who cry out to you, Father God, that you would not turn a, your, a, your ear away from them, Father God, but you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that they would even think, ask, or expect. And, Father, we believe that because of your touch, some would even come to know you, Father, for the very first time and trust you for the very first time. And because of their encounter with you, some would even grow in a deeper relationship with you, Father God. Father, we just thank you for all that you are doing. We thank you for blessing our TV broadcast, Father God, that the word is going out into the highways, the airways, the byways, Father God, that it is touching hearts, Father God, and producing the fruit that will remain. Father, we thank you for it. We thank you for blessing your people, Father God. We thank you that you are mindful of everything that they are concerned about, Lord God. I thank you, Father God, for all that you are doing. There is no request too big or none too small, Father, that you are uh, mindful of it all and you are able, Father God. And, Father, I just believe that you are also willing to do what we know you are able to do in the name of Jesus. We just give you glory. And, Father, we will not forget Ukraine this morning as we lift them up to you, Father. We stand with all those who are praying according to your word and your will, Father God. Father, we ask that you would dispatch your heavenly host of angels to fight alongside Ukraine, Lord God. We just know that evil will not triumph over over good, Father God. So we thank you, Father God, for a protection for those people, Lord. We ask that there would that you would spare lives, Father God. We are mindful of mothers who are about to give birth and who have given birth during this time of war. Father, I ask that you would keep them, bless them, hide them from the enemy. Father, we pray for a safe passage for those who are seeking refuge, Father God. Make a way of escape for them. Father God, let all who desire to leave not be detained, not be deterred, not be uh, held back. In the name of Jesus, Father God, we thank you. We pray for peace and safety in that area, Lord God. We pray for the leaders who are making decisions, Father. We pray that there would be some kind of resolution, Father God, that they would come to a peaceful agreement, Father God. We pray, Father, uh, Father God, for, for those who have let pride cloud their judgment, Father. I ask that you would let the spirit of truth come in. Father God, and I thank you for all that you're doing. I don't understand everything that's going on with this war, but you know it all, Lord God. And, Father, we just know, 
Father God, that you are working, Father God, on behalf of those who are desperately crying out to you. We thank you for it and we bless your name. So, Abba, Father, we call on you because you are our Father. And we lift everything up to you with praise and thanksgiving, Father God. And we have confidence that you've heard everyone in the name of Jesus, Father God. So we just bless you and we say thank you. And we're so uh, glad to say that you are our, what a mighty God we serve. And you're not just our mighty God, but you are a wonderful, loving Father. So we say hallelujah, thank the Lord as we give you praise. And all the saints say amen. 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 What a powerful prayer. Beautiful prayer. Mm. And all these needs, what a privilege it is to come before the Lord in agreement for others. Um, I just want to encourage everyone quickly uh, to remind you, send your request to us. This is what we're about so that we can come in agreement with you and we can just stand um, with you and Believe that the manifestation of your needs will come to fruition. Amen. I want to quickly go back to Minister Randall for any further thoughts this morning. Minister Randall. Ooh, oh, my. Uh, and it is so. I, I, I just thank God for the opportunity this morning. I encourage everyone to just go back. Uh, Romans 8, the 15th chapter through the, 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 the Romans 8. The 15th verse to the 17th chapter is just such a wonderful passage. And just uh, feed on that and know that we are the sons of God through adoption. So hold strong to your adoption papers. And we have all the privilege and rights as God's biological children and sons. So don't think or let anyone uh, fool you about who you are. But you are who God says you are. God bless you. Amen. Hold strong. Hold strong to your adoption papers. I love it. Thank you, Minister Randall. God bless you, strengthen you for all that you poured out this morning. Uh, Bishop, is there anything that you would like to say this morning before we bring this to a close? <laughs> bring it to a close. <laughs> That's hard. But we're in a good place We in the Lord because we need to be in a good place. That's why, if you remember, I started out Sunday talking about the importance of not letting the enemy rob you of your joy because of all the things that's coming upon the face of the earth. The Bible says men's hearts will fail them because of the things that are coming upon the face of the earth. But it's not the end. You know, I believe something has begun, but it's not the end. And this is a process that we have to all go through to become what God has called us to become. And so when you understand uh, the power of adoption is is interesting because I was not going to preach this message. I've never preached this message before. Elder Heather, you have heard probably about uh, just about every message I've ever preached. Um, mm-hmm. And probably 90% of the message I've preached, you've heard, and you you know I've never preached this. Mm-hmm. I was going to preach another message. And the Lord told me, that I was not to preach that particular message right now. Now, that's another message I've never preached before that I was going to preach. And the Lord had me start pinning this particular message. And I didn't know the magnitude of how this message would affect the hearts of our people. 
until people start texting me during service, after service. People talked to me all day yesterday about it. And God is really dealing with me on this thing. Now, you have to understand, the power of adoption is about identity. It's all about giving you the chance that you've never had, especially those whose reality has been an orphan. I mean, they have been orphans. There's people in our ministry that I know that has been orphans, and I spoke with a few of them, and they've told me the impact that this message has had upon their hearts and their lives and how it shifted them and it brought liberty to them and hope. But many of us who were raised with fathers need to hear the message just as much as they need to hear the message because we need the affirmation of a father. We need to know that our God loves us, our God is with us, and no matter what, our God will not forsake us. I'm going to mention this on this line. I mentioned part of it Sunday. I think I mentioned it in Oakland because something about going to Oakland, I just start sitting in the back of the car as I'm being driven, and I just get a greater revelation. But I talked about your positioning as a born-again child of God. I want to deal with reality because I, I talked about uh, being awakened. We have to wake up. Some things are taught and some things are caught. you got to catch the revelation of this. And I talked about the positioning. Positioning is all about your seating. I want you to hear what I'm saying. It's about your seating. The Bible says we have joint seating with Christ Jesus. We are seated in Christ in heavenly places. Where are we? I want you to say it. Where are we? I'm seated in Christ in heavenly places. I, I want you to declare this one. Don't just listen to me. I want you to I want you to hear yourself say it down in your spirit. Where are you? Seated in heavenly places. In Christ. In heavenly places. That's your positioning. You have joint seating as an heir and a joint heir. You got it. Now that's called a better seat. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. <laughs> a better seat. You have a better seat, which gives you a right to a better name. Having a better name, watch this, gives you a right to the better covenant, which is based on better promises. Oh, Lord. Hmm. I have a better seat, which gives me a better name, gives me right to a better covenant, 
And that covenant gives me right to a better promises. Why? So that you can be better. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wake up to who you are. Your true identity as a son of God and understanding your privileges and your legal rights and the power of a declaration. I'm going to talk about the Hebrew people versus Western Civilization Sunday. The difference between the two, how we need to shift some stuff. And you have to begin to shift in declaring and praying. Have to. We have to. I believe as we begin to do it and people begin to have a greater revelation um, of the importance of it and they're seeing manifestations of what we're doing, it'll catch momentum. That's why we declared on Sunday we have a right to be free, a right to heal, be healed, prosper and be successful, a right to operate in a life free from fear, right to live a life of peace, a life to use the name of Jesus, and a right to always triumph. You have a right, and you have to start declaring, and it's even more than that. I just put seven out there, but it's it's so many more than that that you have a right to because you have been legally adopted through the blood, and I'm trying to tell you, your adoption papers, you hear this? I'm going to say this and I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. <laughs> say one more thing. I'll say one more thing, but i got to say this one first. Your adoption papers, y'all ready for this? Lean in. Lean in. Whatever kind of phone you on, lean in. If you got the phone to your head, lean, lean, lean your head. Do something. Just lean in. Don't you hear this? Your adoption papers. You know you got to sign those papers. Physically, whoever adopts you got to sign those papers. Those adoption papers are signed in his blood. You felt that, didn't you? Didn't you feel that in your Holy Ghost soul? Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. oh my mm-hmm. God. Those adoption papers are signed in his blood. Wow. You cannot be erased. You've been sealed Amen. to the glory of God, our Father. Mm. As we begin to pray for Ukraine, I declare the enemy will set ambushment on Russia just like he did for Jehoshaphat. Amen. I'm telling you, The giant has come up against David, and David will not be denied. Hmm. Watch the righteous prayers. We pray for justice, we pray against injustice, and we pray for righteousness. And we pray for the opportunity of the glorious gospel to shine in Europe like never before. Yes, what we pray and that's what we declare amen 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 wow bishop thank you thank you thank you thank you this is one 
This is one prayer call um, that you will want to go back and listen to the recording. I encourage all of you to do so. I know that we are past time, but you know what? Time doesn't matter. We don't operate this morning in time. You know, God doesn't operate in time, so this morning we're not operating in time. But we need to close out. We've had a rich morning. It has been so revealing and rich and deep. But let's just close with a word of prayer, Father. We believe, we believe that every detail of our lives is being continually woven together to fit into your perfect plan, that you are revealing things to us that we have never even understood, even though we have read the scriptures over and over. We thank you for the deep revelation that is coming to each one of us. We choose to look to you and not to man, for our help does come from the Lord. Father, may you find unity amongst us in the midst of all the division and the chaos that is going on around us. Father, as it has been already stated and prayed for by Sister Audrey and by Bishop for the Ukraine for Ukraine and for its people, Father, we are so grateful, Father, that we can uh, stand alongside of them in prayer and pray for their safety and their protection. And we ask that you bring confusion to the enemy's plans and schemes against the people of Ukraine. Father, may they be encouraged and strengthened, encouraged and strengthened, and their intercessors, Father, for there are many intercessors throughout the Ukraine that you, you may be strengthened as you go before the Lord day and night. Father, we thank you for the awakening that's taking place in the face of the threats that are coming to them. Father, we pull down every stronghold that has been erected to steal Ukraine's freedom from the people and its leaders. Father God, we praise you for the mighty army of intercessors that are rising all over the face of Ukraine and also for all the intercessors that are arising around the world within our nation, O God. Father, we stand and we believe not only for Ukraine, but we stand for the United States of America. And we declare, Father, that Ukraine shall proclaim the glory of the Lord. The United States shall proclaim the glory of the Lord. And we will manifest obedience in doing the will of the Father. And so this morning, Lord, we seal this. We seal that message that came this morning. We seal every prayer that was spoken, every request uh, for needs, Father, that was prayed for. We seal it in the blood of Jesus. And we declare no weapon formed is going to prosper. So as we close this morning, let's let heaven hear us. Let's let heaven hear us as we pray in the Spirit. As the line is opened, please open the line this morning and let us pray together. 